0: Every day we walk through life and deal with different things called triggers. So a trigger is an event or something that happens or a smell, a thought, a taste, an emotion that pops up that promotes something that's going on. So it shoves you into a new state, a new thought process, a new mindset, a new story that you're telling yourself. And when that happens, sometimes it gets really confusing. And you see, a, a trigger can be a good thing. You know, you could be triggered by when you see your dog standing beside the dog bowl of like, hey, that means the dog needs food. Okay, so like a good trigger, you know, you can build good positive triggers in your life so that you can live a healthy and a whole life. But when you're in a narcissistic relationship or when you're in a relationship that's toxic and is abusing you, you start seeing in your life triggers that come up on a day-to-day basis when you're in the relationship and especially when you get out of the relationship that really throw you for a loop. They just completely overwhelm you with something that's going on or something that you want to believe or something that you remember that sometimes is false or sometimes activates something inside you that you're like, this is not what I want. But those triggers can be really, really hard to deal with. You see, I've done a video before on like the narcissistic cycle of abuse and it goes through the trigger kind of like cycle. And it goes to the fact that like you're going through life and you have this trigger and this trigger prompts you. And this trigger prompts a lot of times in the narcissistic kind of like cycle, it prompts you to feel like guilt, then shame, then blame, then rage, then down the pit, and then love bomb, future fake, all the way back up, and then do the cycle over and over and over again, okay? Well, that that cycle is very true for narcissists. It's very true for men. It's very true for women in general, and you can kind of break that down in a science in a lot of different aspects. But triggers happen not just for the narcissist. Triggers happen for everybody, and triggers can be extremely hard to deal with and hard to work through. You see, a lot of times a trigger is underlaying. It's kind of hidden beneath the surface. So like a popular one after being with a narcissist is you have tiny triggers that sometimes you don't even realize that are happening. You might have a trigger of a beeping noise that puts you back to being in the hospital after being abused by a narcissist. You could have the trigger of a certain type of smell that reminds you of the cologne or the perfume that she was wearing when she was abusing you. You could have anything and everything, a sight, a color, a sound, whatever it might be, that could end up being a trigger that takes you back to that. Now, if that's you and you're working through these things, one, I would definitely recommend getting to therapy because that is a very, very healthy way to be able to deal with triggers. And even go to EMDR therapy because EMDR therapy has a really great way of kind of unlocking your mind and getting down below the surface so they can deal with the trauma and the triggers that you've had in your life. Maybe you're not at that place where you're not in therapy or you're just like becoming aware of like what triggers are and you're like, I go through day and I get triggered. Like all of a sudden I'm going through a day and all of a sudden I'm mad. I get through the day and all of a sudden I'm, I'm sad. I get through the day and all of a sudden I'm like depressed and I don't even know where that came from. Like what is going on? Well, you probably ran across something that ended up triggering you to go towards that state see, what I do with people on like a one-on-one basis whenever we're meeting is a lot of times we'll go through the same system that's talking about triggers and that's getting below the surface of what's actually going on in the situation because it is so easy to focus on everything that's going on except the real problem. And oftentimes if you're in a narcissistic abusive relationship, if you're in an abusive relationship in general, what you have is you have on top of all the lies and everything you have gaslighting you, which makes you feel crazy. You've got manipulation, which kind of takes charge of where you're going, what you're doing. You have super control of taking control of your time, of your money, of your resources, of your friendships, anything like that. And what happens is the lies, the gaslighting, the manipulation, the control, all starts to come in over your life, and it creates this fog. And I've talked about in some of these videos, is you develop a fog of fakeness that the narcissist puts on you by their lies, by their manipulation, by their gaslighting, by their control. And that fog is really hard to be able to see. So picture this, you have this fog, okay? And you're walking through life with this fog. And the narcissist or other things in life are literally just sitting and waiting for you to trip over something. Or there's a different aspect of you run into something And that's an automatic trigger. It produces pain. It produces an emotion. It produces sadness. It produces whatever it might be. There's all these different things that are swirling around and you can't really see what's going on. I think one of the best ways I've heard someone describe it, I was doing a one-on-one and the lady said like what I'm trying to find, the answers I'm trying to find right now as we're doing this exercise. She's like, it's literally like I'm trying to like grab air because it's so hard for her at first to be able to find this stuff and to be able to understand it. So that's why I talk with clients and we work through the things one step at a time. Now we focus on what are you feeling in the moment and that takes some time. Like it could be sadness. It could be all this type of stuff that's going on that sometimes doesn't even track back to the thing that is actually triggering them. It's an awesome tool. I love using it. I've been using it for a little bit now. And the cool thing about it is it's absolutely free. So if you're interested in starting up a podcast, if you're interested in getting involved in podcast work, then download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. But we go through like, what are they feeling? What are you thinking? Like what's actually going on? And then we try to get underneath that of like, what's the emotion that you're experiencing? And so a lot of times I'll pull up like an emotions wheel. If you haven't seen that, just Google it, emotions wheel. And it's really helpful, it's just like, color coded chart it's got all the the couple basic like emotions like in the middle and then it like branches out so if you're feeling you know this emotion it tracks back to anger or it tracks back to happiness or joy or whatever it might be and so really like that helps people kind of break it down even further so you can see like oh this is the actual emotion that i identify with they like see that and they're like oh my gosh like that's exactly how i feel i feel destroyed i feel lost i feel worthless i feel and they can identify those emotions really well. So we take those feelings, we take those emotions, and then we start scripting out the story that you're telling themselves. And typically this part is not the hardest part of the process. Typically people can start realizing like, hey, this is what I'm thinking. This is what I'm telling myself. This is kind of like the thought that's going through my head. And then they get to that place where they think through that. And then we write that down. And typically I'll have them read it out. I'm like, read that out loud. Tell me, would you add or subtract anything? And they read it and they're like, no, looks good. Then I'm like, okay, Now we need to take a step back. We need to focus on what are the facts of the situation. So as we take a step back, we try to unplug as much as we can emotionally, and we look at it from an analytical fact, truth-based viewpoint. And when we do that, we take a look at it and we're like, Hey, what are the facts that either support or deny the story that we're telling ourselves? The fable that we've already written down. And they start writing out, well, here's a couple true facts, here's all the false facts. Or here's all the true facts, here's a couple false facts. And they start to see really quickly that whatever trigger was there promoted this like feeling or thought or story in their mind that a lot of times is not supported by true, honest facts. And so when I work with people, I work to dive in and to be able to get to the place of like, hey, what is actually going on in the situation? Because again, everybody is impacted with these triggers. The narcissist might have a certain cycle that they do. Someone else might have a certain cycle they do as well. And identifying and understanding the triggers that happen in our lives is crucial for healing and is crucial for growth. So as you're going through the day, I want you to think through what is something today that is triggering me? Or you might start off your day being like, hey, going in today with the people I need to meet, with the people I need to talk to, with the friends I need to see, something is going to trigger me. What would that be? And you start putting that down. You start feeling what are the feelings about that trigger? What's the emotion? What's the story I'm telling myself? And then what's the facts below that? And as you start to do that, you start to pull back the fog. You start to clear away a little bit of the mist in front of you so you can actually start to see like, wait a second, this feeling that I'm having about this is actually telling me the wrong story. It's actually telling me an incorrect description of the situation. And as you start to break through that and understand like, hey, what I'm thinking is actually not based on facts. It's not actually based on true reality. I need to pivot and I need to change what I'm actually telling myself. You see, we are the stories that we create. And you see this a lot in narcissistic relationships with narcissists that create stories and fabricate stories to be a certain image for another person. You also see this on the other side where the person creates stories and fabricates stories to keep them hooked to that person longer, thinking they will change. There is hope. They do love me. They do care. But then when we Break it down and ask, what are the facts about how this person demonstrated love? What are the facts that showed that she cared about you? What are the facts that she demonstrated how she was a loving and respectful partner in this marriage by cheating on you, by lying on you, by gaslighting? And it goes on and on. That's what I do on a day-to-day basis. You want to know something really cool? The one lady that said, hey, it feels like I'm grasping for air is doing amazing because she started doing this process and she started focusing on taking back her power, taking back her control. Talking to her today, she's a completely different than what she was several months ago because she's starting to get organized. She's starting to know where she's going in life and she's starting to clear out the fog of everything that was going on in her life and saying, hey, this is where I'm going and I'm setting boundaries so that other people don't keep me from my purpose, from my goal and what I know I need to do in life. She's taking back her power, which is really awesome. That's what I do on a day-to-day basis. I meet with people one-on-one, day-to-day basis. If you're interested in talking more, go to my website, rawmotivations.com. Click on -on one-on-one, and I would love to be able to talk to you more. If you want to be a group of a like-minded community that's actually working on this kind of stuff on a day-to-day basis and interacting, trying to help people who are in these relationships or getting out, download the NARC app. So it's an awesome community. We've got over a thousand people on there that are really trying to help other people grow and change. It's so new. It's so budding. You got to give it a little bit of grace because they're still rolling stuff out uh, on a monthly basis. Then if you haven't already, subscribe would love to have you follow them for more content. Also, you can catch me on Instagram, uh Facebook and whatever the other one is. TikTok. Yeah. So, those three. So, TikTok's the biggest and I just forgot it. So, um check us out on there because we'd love to love to have you support. Uh, a lot of times we go live on some of those other platforms, go live here on YouTube every once in a while and also on TikTok. So, um would love to have interact with you more. But anyways, that's all I got for today. Thanks so much for watching me bumble through the last bit of that. Thanks.